Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is scheduled for your listening pleasure. Making his way to the ring, your host of the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast, is Pat Dunning. And what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Turnbuckle Topics Podcast. My name is Pat. And we are fresh off the heels of NXT TakeOver in your house. Going into it, looked like it was going to be a great pay-per-view. And uh, it delivered. Five great matchups. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but uh, I did go five for five on my predictions. If you don't believe me, you could go back to Thursday's episode of my NXT TakeOver in your house predictions. And yeah, it was looking pretty good tonight. I cannot remember the last time. Uh, I got 100% right, but I'll take it. So, definitely a great pay-per-view tonight in your house. Uh, A lot to talk about tonight. Not only the pay-per-view, the future of general manager William Regal. And we also uh, got to see a commercial during the broadcast that we're going to see the return of the Great American Bash Tuesday, July 6th. Um, I love how they continue to bring back these nostalgic pay-per-views and although the great american bash will be aired on a regular tuesday night time slot of nxt and not a pay-per-view or a saturday sunday like today uh, within your house i'll take it i'll take it uh love it something that's gonna create change make uh each each show a little different a little more special maybe more effort put into the cards I'll take it. And we really never have an issue with NXT. It's usually Raw or once in a while SmackDown uh, that we have our gripes with. But NXT, usually pretty consistently bringing us the best of the best. So let's start at the very top. Uh, The show starts. We have recording artist Naomi Fox uh, singing a remix to In Your House. Uh, We got to hear from Todd Pettengill and Doc Hendricks building up. Uh, the pay-per-view in the very beginning. Uh, we actually got to see Todd Pettengill, which was great. Guy looks good. Um, and the first match, we got to see the winner-take-all six-man tag match with MSK and Bronson Reed going up against Legato Del Fantasma. As we all thought, I know I sure as heck did, this match was going to be great. I called this match of the night in my predictions, and... Um, I think it was. I think, or certainly was right up there. Uh, I, I think this was match of the night. Uh, we we could argue that the latter match was was right up there as well as the uh, the fatal five way. But um, this match was great, and of course, um, as I assumed, the tag team champions and North American champion would retain as they did. Uh, but this was a very good match. Um, lots of crazy spots. Like I said, um, this this was absolutely going to be insane. Uh, at one point towards the end of the match, Santos Escobar goes up to the ring bell and uh, grabs the North American Championship, uh, stares into the camera with it, and then in a split second, you see Bronson Reed charging at him like a train uh, going full speed, drives him right through the barricade. That was the last we saw of, saw of Santos Escobar. I don't think anybody predicted this to be the finish shortly thereafter. Uh, we got to see Bronson Reed coming off the top rope doing uh, what seemed to be a frog splash on Mendoza 
for the one, two, three. So a uh, very entertaining match, high energy. I wouldn't expect anything less uh, from MSK and uh, Bronson Reed. He is great. Uh, not your typical big man at all. Uh, dude is full of life. Has uh, quite quite a uh, arsenal. So um, it was nice to see them win. And uh, like I said last episode, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Bronson Reed and uh, Santos Escobar have a feud going forward for the duration of the summer. So after that, we got to see uh, Zaya Lee go up against Mercedes Martinez. Uh, these are two badasses. The, these women, they bring it. And, uh, and so that they did. Uh, this, was, this was quite the match. Zaya Lee did get the win, uh, as I predicted. Um, shortly thereafter, Zaya Lee went to grab a chair from the outside and uh, add a little insult to injury towards Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes, you know, she ain't having that. Uh, she, she took that chair, snatched it, and uh, beat the beat the living hell out of her with it. A couple chair shots to Zia Lee, and then uh, outside of the ring, uh, part of uh, Zia Lee's entourage, I guess you could say, or the leader of the entourage, Mei Ying, uh, went face to face with Mercedes Martinez. This was scary. This was fierce. But if there is one woman that is not going to back down from a, a Mei Ying, it's Mercedes Martinez. And that she did not. Um, however, didn't work out to Mercedes' uh, favor. She, uh, Mei Ying gave her uh, some sort of a submission grip under the chin uh, on, on a couple of occasions, actually. And then um, threw her right uh, off the ramp into the barricade. And uh, that was the last we saw of Mercedes Martinez. Um, don't think this feud is over. I could see her extending this feud with uh, one Zia Lee, or possibly uh, we'll finally be seeing Mei Ying in the ring, maybe, uh, feuding with Mercedes Martinez. That was interesting, to say the least. Mei Ying is definitely uh, frightening. So we go into match three, and this is where we have the Million Dollar Championship ladder match. Uh, winner, obviously, gets Ted DiBiase's Million Dollar Championship and gets to carry on that legacy going forward. A uh, very prestigious uh, Ted DiBiase, Virgil, the ringmaster, Steve Austin. Uh, even Ted DiBiase Jr. had it for a little while. So uh, who will be the fifth million dollar champion? So we saw L.A. Knight go up against Cameron Grimes. And uh, this was a great match. I really did enjoy it. Actually a little better than anticipated in my opinion. Um, these guys were as expected. It gets brutal with ladder matches. Uh, flying off ladders left and right, taking brutal bumps. Looked like Cameron Grimes was going to steal this one. And he was on his way to the top of the ladder, about to grab that, that briefcase that held the Million Dollar Championship. And then L.A. Knight came in, said not so fast. He shook the ladder. Um, Cameron fell backwards towards the, the ramp uh, and then took a brutal back bump uh, onto a ladder. And that was the last you were going to see of Cameron Grimes L.A. Knight climbs up that ladder, secures the victory by gaining that briefcase, and then Ted DiBiase came in to present the Million Dollar Championship to L.A. Knight. Now, Cameron Grimes, he's uh, he's grown on me in the last couple of months. Very enjoyable character. And uh, I wouldn't call myself an outright fan of L.A. Knight, but uh, somebody I certainly respect. Definitely deserving of, of this win, and I think he is the right man. Uh, to be the million dollar championship he has that swagger that confidence he's the total package really like i said in the preview 
I wouldn't be surprised if he went to a Raw or SmackDown in the very near future, uh, maybe even sometime in the fall after SummerSlam. So uh, congratulations to LA Knight. Great victory brings us to match number four, which was the NXT Women's Championship match where we saw champion Raquel Gonzalez defend her title against former uh, NXT Women's Champion and former NXT Women's Tag Team Champion Ember Moon. So uh, this was a gritty match. There were several moments throughout the course of this match where it looked like Ember Moon was going to seal the deal, get the job done, and uh, even one point towards the end of the match, uh, it looked like Ember Moon was going to get the three count on Raquel Gonzalez, but of course Dakota Kai popped up, reared her head, and made sure she got uh, Raquel Gonzalez's boot on the bottom rope right before that three count. Uh, shortly thereafter, we saw Shotzi Blackheart. Haven't seen her in a few weeks. Shotzi Blackheart uh, took care of Dakota Kai, chased her around the ring, right up to the ramp. They went back and forth. Shotzi Blackheart threw Dakota Kai right into the uh, the plants, you know, right in front of that uh, in-your-house setup display. They ended up fighting backstage for what seemed to be another half hour because they showed that even right before the men's match. But anyway, long story short, uh, Raquel Gonzalez did get the job done with her signature powerbomb to get the 1-2-3. And still, your NXT Women's Champion, Raquel Gonzalez. As I said uh, previous episodes, Raquel Gonzalez will be the champion for a while going forward. Don't see her losing that title anytime soon. Absolute earliest uh, SummerSlam weekend. But uh, even still, I could see her going with that title well into the fall. So now this brought us to our uh, main event, match number five, um, the men's NXT championship, Fatal Five-Way. So we had champion Karrion Cross defending his title against Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, the bruiserweight Pete Dunne, and last but certainly not least, Adam Cole, baby. So this match started off great, gotta say by the way, um, <clears throat> if we're talking about wardrobes, uh, ring gear tonight... I was loving the crisp look of the bruiserweight Pete Dunne. He was rocking that all-white singlet. Looking good, bro. Looking good. You really did that with style. Style and grace. You look good. So, uh, this match starts off absolute chaos. And I gotta say that this was actually... And I don't have a problem with it. There, there were five participants in this match. Uh, if it was just a one-on-one, -on -one, like that Kyle O'Reilly-Adam Cole match we saw months ago, that was way too long. Felt like a 45-50 minute match. This was the only match on the card that felt like it, it ran a little too long. But um, no problem with it, though. Like I said, there was constant action with several different uh, competitors. It looked like at one point that Kyle O'Reilly was going to make Adam Cole tap. Uh, even at one point, I said, wow, is this going to happen? Looked, looked, pretty, uh, looked pretty likely. So before that was about to happen, Karrion Cross is not today, brother. Not today. So he snuck in, and while uh, while Kyle O'Reilly has Adam Cole in a submission hold, Karrion Cross jumps behind him and puts him in the cross jacket, uh, which slowly led to the demise of Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, within, I don't know, 25, 35 seconds, Kyle O'Reilly was out cold, uh, at which the referee called the match. Your winner... And still, NXT champion, carrying Cross. So, uh, so, yeah. Again, I predicted all of this. I, I did think that these would be all of the winners, and I was right. Five for five. All three champions retained. MSK and Bronson Reed. 
uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and of course, Karrion Cross. We have a new champion, LA Knight, even though that's probably not going to be listed as an official title. Uh, the Million Dollar Championship, we all kind of know what it is, but uh, it definitely um, solidifies your spot in a company. There was one spot during the course of the main event that I forgot to mention, um, probably about midway through at one point, where Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole looked at one another um, outside the ring. And then they looked at Karrion and Cross, and they had that, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And um, so they picked him up. And they uh, powerbombed him onto the announce table, which it's always highly unfortunate when the um, when the table doesn't break, you know. So, of course, the table didn't break. Uh, I'm sure that Karrion Cross felt every bit of that. Uh, looked pretty painful. And it reminded me of years ago when Seth Rollins was a member of the Authority. And Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose uh, looked at Seth and same thing like O'Reilly and Adam Cole all being members of a faction at one point, the Shield and Undisputed Era. And uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I believe it was Randy Orton that they had teamed up and uh, gave them the uh, the powerbomb. Gave Randy Orton, rather, the powerbomb through the table, which was great. Uh, just for that one split second, you see uh, it's kind of a feel-good moment. You know, th that, that group you always loved is back on the same page. Uh, but then immediately following that, uh, I remember Seth Rollins put his hand in, like, the Shield and... And Dean and Roman were like, nah, man, nah, we're good. It was just that moment. Let's let's keep it moving. So uh, allies for a split second felt good. It's about to go off air. They cut directly to the back after the Fatal Five-Way. And we see Mackenzie Mitchell. And we see her catching up with general manager William Regal. And uh, William Regal looked beside himself. You know, I didn't get the best feeling when we saw him. Uh, felt like bad news, you know, and uh, that it seemed to be. Mackenzie Mitchell basically asked him, uh, what do you think of tonight? Uh, a lot of chaos going on in the ring, outside of the ring, backstage, you name it. And um, I want to get this quote correct. Uh, let's see here. So William Regal says, and I quote, it's been seven years since I became the GM of NXT, and I've never seen so much bedlam. It's complete madness. I think it's time for a change. Take that as you may. I'm sure we'll find out in the better part of 48 hours uh, what exactly William Regal meant by that, where he stands with the company, uh, who may his successor be. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I love William Regal. I remember him, you know, as a wrestler in WCW uh, when I watched it in the 90s. Then when he came over the two WWF in the late 90s and uh, been with the company pretty much ever since in some capacity. So uh, I'm not going to say I was the biggest William Regal fan. Um, you know, I didn't exactly cheer for him in the crowd or at home, but I uh, always respected and appreciated his work. And uh, I can honestly say post wrestling career, uh, mainly with NXT, I really have liked William Regal. I think he's done a phenomenal job on screen. Sure, he does an even better job behind the scenes. And, um, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot to dislike about NXT. So, we'll find out Tuesday, I'm sure, uh, what's going on with William Regal. And uh, that is my NXT TakeOver In Your House review. So, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the pay-per-view if you did watch tonight. Or I hope you enjoyed this review at least. And, and my... Uh, <clears throat> 
my two cents on all of these matches. And yeah, so uh, thank you for listening to the Turnbuckle Topics podcast. My name is Pat, and I'll see you next time. Got a question for Pat? Send him an email at turnbuckletopics at gmail.com. That's turnbuckle, T-O-P-I-X, at gmail.com. Find him on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Turnbuckle Topics. Thanks for listening to the Turnbuckle Topics podcast. Be sure to subscribe. If you like the show, help others find out about it. Leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for another episode of Turnbuckle Topics. See you then.